Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Women on Top podcast. My name is Kristen, and I am going to be doing this one solo because I think I'm going to start doing a mini episode during the week and incorporate some of the dating questions that I used to get from my previous column. And since they're still relevant today, and since I took the website down, and since I'm really just trying to build an audience for this podcast, I'm going to go back into the archives and pull out some questions and answer them and maybe share a little bit of what's going on with, uh, and I've, this is a very strange phrase for me to say, what's going on with my relationship. <laughs> so without further ado, this letter comes from a woman named Andrea in New York City. She's in her 40s and she asks, what's with the resounding fade after a strong come on? Here's a typical scenario. Guy contacts me with a string of superlatives about my looks and or profile. Good start. I respond politely and with measured compliments of my own. A friendly and upbeat back and forth ensues, and soon we have a date for coffee or brunch or a drink. Meeting time nears, and often within an hour of the appointed time, something comes up and meeting has to be canceled and I never hear from him again. Most of the time, I don't even initiate contact, but always reply positively if contacted. Between when the date is set and the actual meetup for fear of seeming needy and or demanding. I, I don't that, I've, I haven't done that in the past with equal, I have done that in the past with equally unsu unsuccessful results. Forgive me for that. Is this just a repetitive case of bets hedging, hedge betting, ha ha? How can I inoculate myself from either being disappointed or angry with myself for yet again looking forward to some imaginary date? And formally, as I try not to do this anymore either, having adjusted my schedule to accommodate it and spent time, sometimes hours, not to mention money for hair, nails, makeup, etc., planning, procuring, outfit, etc., and preparing myself to look for my best for nothing. I know I probably sound jaded and bitter, but how do I maintain a lightness and optimism with such shabby treatment? Over and over, what gives? Shall I chuck the whole baby bathwater? Get it? Yes, Andrea, I get it. <laughs> so let's start with the beginning of this question, because that's, I think that's really where, that's really where the answer to all of this lies. And it's when Andrea points out that the, the guy offers a strong come on when they first exchange messages. You know, when somebody emails you on an app or a dating site and they go right for the compliments and they start talking about your looks or about how great your profile is without really without giving you an example of what they really liked about it. When they go for the compliments, people do that. So right there, you're starting at a deficit because whoever's emailing you, it, it doesn't really feel all that secure or sincere. If someone feels like, well, the only thing I can say to her is to offer her compliments. And this is something that and this is a myth that men still to this day are, believe is that the best way to get to us or to get us to like you is to compliment us and, and comment on our looks and tell us how pretty we are. And 
in the off chance that there are men listening to this, stop doing that. Because frankly, I know when I get that, it makes me uncomfortable. And, and it turns me off because I don't, I'll never forget. I had a guy, I met him, I don't know, one of these apps and he, we were exchanging a text and it was like the second text he sent to me. And he said, you've got great lips. And I don't want to hear that. I don't know you. Um, I know exactly what you're thinking of when you talk about my lips. And that really grosses me out and makes me uncomfortable. And it really makes me feel like you're not really interested in me. You know, if there's so much that I've offered in my profile, like I own my own business and I'm writing a novel and I'm taking a, you know, a certain course or whatever. If I say all this stuff in my profile and the only thing you can comment on is my looks, then that tells me what you're after. At the very least, it tells me that um, you don't care about me as a, as a person. And so that's going to make me, that's going to turn me off. So if, if a guy comes on really strong with, with compliments, he's got an agenda. He's doing it to try and make you feel comfortable. You know, he's that guy on the date who, who talks in we's, you know, we will go here and we will do this. And he's doing it on the first date. And he's, he's creating a false sense of intimacy and a false sense of security so that you will be more likely to do what he wants you to do, which is to sleep with him. So if that's how a situation starts off, automatically be on guard. Now, it doesn't mean don't go out with this guy, don't give him a chance, because sometimes men compliment women because they don't know what to say. And because they've been told by other guys, well, that's the way to, you know, that's the way to get a woman to like you. So they could be doing it just because they really don't know what to do. So it's definitely give the guy the benefit of the doubt until he gives you reason not to. So right there, when somebody start, when it comes on strong and really think about this at this point now, I mean, nobody should be getting that invested in a match that they make on Tinder or Bumble or OkCupid. You know, what are you matching with? A, a, a photo and a location. They know nothing about you. So if someone seems really interested right off the bat, right there, you know, something's, something's not right. And so as far as inoculating yourself from the disappointment, right there, you tell yourself, okay, I'm going to proceed, but with caution. And you really have to just decide in your mind, I'm not, I'm not going to get too invested in this just yet. And it really is a thought process because I understand, I understand that disappointment, you know, and that, and not just that disappointment, but almost that, that shame over getting excited over meeting somebody, you know, you feel so foolish, like, oh my God, how pathetic am I? that I just got so excited over this, this one date. And you know what? It's not pathetic. You know, there's nothing pathetic about being hopeful. You want to stay hopeful. That's the only way to, that's really the only way to stay in this is to maintain a sense of hope and, and keep the idea alive that this could be the one. And it could be, that's, that's the beauty of it is that as frustrating as this process is, as much as it makes you want to bang your head against the wall, 
every situation has promise. Now, the level of the promise, I, I, I don't know. But every situation has promise. And it's okay to believe in that. It's when you fool yourself or disregard very blatant red flags. Like it takes them a long time to reply to a text or an email. Or, you know, they say, oh, yeah, we should go out for a drink. And they never, you can never really nail them down to a date or a time. But if someone says, yeah, I really want to go out with you. I really liked your profile. Let's go out on this night and have a drink. Why shouldn't you be hopeful? They've given you reason to be hopeful. You haven't done anything wrong. So, you know, it's, I hate to say it, but disappointment is sort of, it's part of the process now. And we just have to learn how to manage it because this, it, it has become such a frustrating process. There's just so much messaging and ghosting and fading. And, you know, you match with people on these apps who are no longer even using the app. They probably uninstalled it from their phone and you're not getting as getting any responses. So it, it's normal and natural to be disappointed and to be frustrated. Um, but never, ever, ever, ever be ashamed of being hopeful. You know, that's, that, that, says that, you know, you're still open and you're still, you're still there. You're still ready. Don't ever lose that because once you shut down, that's, that's really when, I mean, you're never, you're not going to be able to meet somebody or you're going to meet the wrong person because they're going to pick up on how guarded you are. So never stop hoping ever. Um, one thing I do want to touch on in this letter is when we talk about, um, you know, the money we spend on our hair and our nails and makeup, you know, those are, um, there's a return on investment for those things. So don't think of it as, oh, I mean, I spent all this money. First of all, it's your choice. It's your choice to go get a blowout or go get a manicure or pedicure. So you have to be responsible and accountable for that. You chose to spend this money. But more importantly, you will get use out of this expense. Whereas a guy who's plopping down $200 or $100 on a date, there's a very good chance he's never going to see you again. And, and it's he's never going to get that money back. So keep that in mind. It's your choice to spend money on a date. You know, you're not forced to do it. Um, and really try to, I would, um, if you want to go all out on a date, and if that is what makes you feel comfortable by all means, do it, but do it for yourself. Don't do it for his approval. Do it because it's part of the, it's sort of part of the experience. Like I love getting ready for a date. You know, it's, you've, I've got the wine, I've got the music. I pregame a little, I do my makeup, I get my eyebrows done. It's all part of the experience, but I do all this stuff because I enjoy it. Not because no guy that I go out with is going to notice if I got my eyebrows done or not. <laughs> So I do it because it makes me feel good, because it's self-care, because I'm taking care of myself, and because I know there really is a good chance I'm going to get disappointed here. So let me, at the very least, enjoy the process and um, find something in it that I can that I can take that I can take away from the experience, and so that it's it doesn't feel like I'm investing everything into the guy's response because the guy's response is really isn't really the point. 
you know, we, th- we think it is. And we think that it's all about, well, trying to make this guy like us. And we forget that we're there to kind of size them up too. So that's the other thing is, you you know, don't make it as much about, about um, getting their approval as it is, you know, pay attention to like, are we compatible? Um, the disappointment and the, and the frustration, I totally get it. And it was that disappointment that really made me shut down and I just stopped dating for a very long time. Um, and then I just made kind of a conscious decision of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to try and enjoy it. And I'm going to, um, keep my expectations really, really low. And it's hard to, it's hard not to get your expectations high when somebody is, is actively trying to raise them. You know, someone who's going all out with all the comments and the compliments and the texts and the this and the that, you know, they are actively trying to get you invested in the situation. So you are not wrong or bad or silly or foolish for being invested in something like that in a, in a date. So um, don't ever beat yourself up about staying open and staying hopeful because it's part of the process and it's really, it's how you'll, it's how you're going to meet somebody really substantive and worthwhile. Now I think that's a really good transition. So, um, things are good. We'll call him D. Things are good. Things are progressing at a very, I think, healthy pace. Um, I definitely have moments where I'm, I feel insecure and I've noticed that more over the last week. And it's not that he's done anything to to um, to create that in me. It's um, <laughs> I think it's just um, I think it's just that you know I'm enjoying him and I'm enjoying the process. Um, but I the, I'm the type of person who's just always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Of need to know where I stand all the time. And I was talking to a friend last night, and she said, you know, is it you know, it's been what, like six dates? Like, is it really, you know, should you really be, you know, trying to figure out where that, where it's going? And, and I said, I, I don't know, because I literally like, we're talking, it's been like a decade since I've had any sort of real substantive, um, regular relationship. And so I'm rusty at this and I'm, and I'm, the one thing I'm proud of myself is that how I am so reigning in, any need to for for validation i'm very willing to go with the process and see where it leads and that's been you know that's been sort of that was sort of the whole point of why i reconnected with him you know not just because i just knew he was just such a, a really really good man and a great guy and handsome and all that but i really felt like it was time to push push the boundaries and push out of my comfort zone and, um, and, and just trust the process. And so that's where I'm at right now. I'm trusting the process. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying him. We have a lot in common. Um, we spent most of the Sunday together after going to dinner the night before, you know, it's, uh, it's nice. It's unfamiliar, but it's nice. And, um, I think I'm just afraid of getting used to it. So 
I'm going to have to do a little bit of, you know, coaching to myself, just like I just suggested to Andrea of talking myself through and just say, okay, take it week by week. Don't, um, don't try and guess what's coming down the road. Just enjoy where you are in the moment. And so that's where I'm at. Um, if you guys want, you can submit, you go to womenontoppodcast.com and there is a link in the na- up top navigation bar and you can submit a dating question or really any question. It's always anonymous. You don't have to use your real name. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter where women on top pod and Instagram where women on top podcast. And if you go to the website, you'll now see that we are on iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Podbean, and SoundCloud. So follow us there. Um, like and favorite or whatnot uh, our uh, uh, the podcast. And uh, thank you for all the help and thank you for the emails that we've been getting about, you know, how you enjoy it and how you enjoy the, the content. And if there's anything you want to see, go to the website, contact us, submit an idea, and let us know. And thanks again. Thank you for all the positive feedback. I'm looking forward to to building this podcast. Have a great night, guys. We'll see you later in the week.